Hey, question for you. What should your innovation focus be? Well, I don't know the answer to that. I, I don't know who you are or even what industry you're in. But I know for financial institutions, one of the biggest challenges we have right now is there's an attack on overdraft fees. Wait, did you just say good? I'm not so sure. Let's focus our innovation on overdraft fees. Hmm. Stay tuned and find out more. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Innovation Driven Growth Podcast. Here we examine what enables true creativity, how to convert ideas into innovation, and seek out what ignites enterprise-wide growth. I'm your host, entrepreneur, strategist, and muser of metacognition, David Peterson. Okay, in this podcast, I'm gonna talk again about a very specific banking function. And I get it that not all of you listening to this are bankers, but I think you'll be able to draw the correlation to a, a standardized fee that banks charge for certain events that occur to maybe a very similar type of thing that, that happens in your business. So if you've listened you know, to these podcasts, you've probably heard me talk about this attack, if you will, on overdraft fees. Now, if you, if you haven't, uh, there'll be a link to that previous uh, podcast in there or even an article from my FNBB blog. So it might be good if you haven't listened to that, go read up on that because I'm going to refer to it in here. So as I speak at regional conferences and I talk about how you know financial institutions need to get more innovative, I regularly get asked about what should be the target. So just in the last podcast, you know, I was saying you got to pick a target, you know, have a focus of what you're ideating on. And, you know, most FIs are not regularly having any discussions about innovation. So it's natural that, you know, they want to have a template. They, they, they need to figure out how to get the innovation ball rolling, if you will. So this podcast is going to focus on two things and provide a template for an initial focus on innovation within the banking world and applying the template to the current issue of the future of overdraft fees. And again, uh, those of you that might have heard me speak before, you may have heard me talk about this. And I it certainly mentioned it from the stage when I was talking about how to achieve the innovation mindset. Let's back up here a little bit, just a little background. So what started as a couple of large national FIs that were reducing overdraft fees in terms or even elim eliminating overdraft fees altogether in, in the last you know, 18, 24 months has swelled now to a significant number of larger financial institution players. Since these national players use their universal approach to advertising, it's a good bet that customers in your world, in your you know, geographic area, are hearing about the trend of no overdraft fees. Moreover, we have government entities like the CFPB and the FTC that they've initiated inquiries into the overdraft practices of financial institutions. Now, these entities' approach seems to be that if an FI has any significant overdraft revenue, then they must be doing something inherently wrong or evil. So, uh, again, I was reading a Cornerstone article and I saw this quote. I've asked the CFPB's bank examiners to prioritize examination of banks that are heavily reliant on overdrafts, financial institutions that have a higher share of frequent overdrafters, or a higher average fee burden for overdrafting should expect us CFPB, to be paying them close supervisory attention. That was Rohit Chopra, CFPB director from December of 2020. 
2021. Wow. Really? I'll have the article link in the show notes in case you want to read that whole article. Now, a little bit more history. In June of 2021, U.S. House Representative Carolyn Maloney reintroduced the Overdraft Protection Act, which, among other things, would have limited banks to charging one overdraft fee per month or a total of six per year. That would be the max. Only a few weeks ago, thanks to the lobbying effort of the Independent Community Bankers Association and many other state and regional uh, banking advocates, changes to the regulations governing overdrafts were removed from some current pending House legislation. Now, the smaller the institution, it's very natural that they're going to have a larger percentage of their income from overdraft fees due to the fact that they have a limited number of additional fees that they would be charging compared to larger financial institutions. Plus, they may have customers that use overdrafts as a part of, let's call it, monthly cash management. I find this very interesting that nowhere in the CFPB literature railing against the evils of overdrafts does it talk about the impact to low income or otherwise disadvantaged customers whose transactions would be rejected, returned in lieu of the overdraft program. Further, overdraft fees subsidize a significant amount of other services that FIs do not specifically charge for, like bank branches, uh, regularly guaranteed on credit cards, so on and so forth. So, all right, there's your, there's your background. So how is your institution going to tackle this issue? So from the previous podcast, here's the list that we talked about before. Data gather, competitive intelligence, brainstorm overdraft changes, brainstorm revenue replacement ideas, exploring truly crazy ideas, prepare a strategic recommendation for the senior leadership slash board, and act. And so, again, that's the that's the list. So here we go. Data gathering. So I've already begun the data gathering for you by writing this article. But there are many other resources available that offer information or opinion on this overdraft issue. Assign somebody in your organization to be the repository of gathering up all this information. You can utilize a web sniffer to scan and identify articles or other web info that relates to overdrafts. Next, competitive intelligence. Now, this is similar to the data gathering step, but kind of more specific to what others in your market or service area are doing related to overdrafts. What do they charge? Uh, Do they offer any specific overdraft protection programs? Have they eliminated overdrafts or announced that they will do so at some point in time in the future? Find out everything you can about your local competitors related to overdrafts, and then you can compare a a competitive comparison chart. So even if national or or, uh, super regional FIs are not specifically your competitors, if those entities are advertising and, and that's what your customers are seeing, either traditional, social media, whatever it may be, then you should include what they are offering in your competitive intelligence gathering. Next, brainstorm overdraft changes. Perhaps your institution's overdraft fees and how they're charged has not even been looked at in many, many years. Well, take the opportunity to brainstorm how you might change your fees and how they're applied. Overdraft fees average about $25 across all FIs in the entire country, with some institutions charging north of $40. Perhaps it's not necessary to jettison fees, but maybe you could adjust how much and how frequently you assess those fees. Um, You could examine the number and frequency of overdrafts and elect to create some new account types that specifically assist customers that appear to be more prone to overdrawing their account with reducing the incidence of overdrafts and normalizing overdraft fees. 
That could include specific elements of education, the ability to predict overdrafts and alert the customer to the likelihood of an overdraft before it occurs. Get creative, come up with a lot of ideas, then circle back to relevant banking regulations and ensure whatever you do ultimately will pass muster with compliance. Brainstorming revenue replacement. While while you make adjustments to your overdraft structure, and that may make sense, you should also be thinking about what kinds of services you could offer that generates revenue that would replace overdraft revenue. What, what if these government entities get their way and effectively pass legislation to shut it down? So you don't want to start at that point thinking about this issue. At the end of the day, banks are for-profit businesses, and we should not be embarrassed by charging fair fees for the valuable services that we provide. But since people kind of think about money managingly, the way they think about their money is different than any other product or service. We do need to kind of think about how our fees are perceived. Certainly, the CFPB and these other agencies see overdrafts as punitive. Depending on how you're communicating overdraft fees to your customers, those customers may feel they're punitive also. Let's face it, nobody really likes overdraft fees. Setting aside any changes that you might make in those fees, if maintaining revenue is an important element to your institution, then brainstorming revenue replacement may be warranted. Now, during my presentation at a recent conference, I threw out the idea of, say, looking at your debit card program as a likely candidate of where additional revenue might be forthcoming. Mike Holt of uh, PRI followed me on the program and shared a three-step process for how to gain additional revenue from the debit card program. Again, this is just the idea of planning for how you would address situation A while also thinking about, ooh, I need to potentially have an idea about something else in B that is revenue that would replace the loss of revenue from process A. Explore truly crazy ideas. I can't, I can't tell you how serious I am about this. We have to get over our inherent self-editing and allow for radical, truly out-of-the-box thinking to occur. That means you must not only encourage crazy ideas, but ensure, guarantee that there's no way they'll be ridiculed, even inadvertently. Crazy ideas may not be worth implementing, but in my experience, when an organization allows crazy ideas to flow, it sparks overall creativity, opening the spigot of innovation to get some really interesting ideas on the table. Maybe you consider a way for customers to build up an overdraft reserve and then if they had an actual overdraft, their reserve account will cover the fee. Is that crazy? Maybe, but when we're open to you know even that possibility, it will lead to other ideas that ultimately may generate something that truly sets your institution apart. Then you've figured all this stuff out, prepare a strategic recommendation. Now, as I previously mentioned, anything that's proposed for changing how overdrafts are assessed must pass compliance muster. Once you've worked through all the ideas, you have a set of changes you want to propose, run it through your compliance team or outside compliance resources. Don't let compliance talk you out of making changes or suggest that that can't be done, but do make sure that you're creating a recommendation that aligns with national and state banking regulations. Write out your recommendations and include what positive and negative impacts to revenue and expense would be if implemented, along with that competitive analysis. Changes to fees is a big undertaking, and it should be done with an eyes-wide-open approach 
for all facets of overdraft and other associated fees. Finally, act. Once you've created your recommendation and it's approved for implementation, then act. Don't hesitate to roll out your new program, but ensure that all elements of marketing, including social media marketing, is aligned to provide the appropriate communication to your customers and prospects about what you're rolling out. Create some interviews with customers who will be directly and probably positively affected by these changes and include them in that marketing rollout. Meet with area civic leaders. Make sure they understand the positive ramifications of the change. Educate everyone on staff so they can advocate for the new program and be able to answer questions about it. Boldly move to implement the new overdraft services and find any and all ways that you can use the changes to highlight the institution's innovation and ability to provide a high level of customer experience. Now, I truly hope that you found this podcast very useful. Regardless of whether you're taking on the overdraft issue as a financial institution, or you've got a completely different type of business, but there's this significant change in your service offering that you need to make, you can use the template that I've outlined as a high-level methodology. If you have any questions about how to perform any of the steps, you can reach out to me. My contact information is coming up here in just a few moments. I'd be happy to set up a call to discuss your specific situation and, if appropriate, provide assistance. I really thank you for your time for listening to this podcast. Thanks again for investing your valuable time listening to the Innovation Driven Growth Podcast. I covet your questions, comments, or critique. You can reach me at david at davidpeterson.com. I'm also on Facebook at DP Speaks and everywhere else on social media at DLP Speaks. I look forward to hearing from you and be sure to look for a new episode soon.